It is the Kendall and Casey Show. I'm Rob Casey's here. Oh, <laughs> we're all thankful for him. He's an author. He's a broadcaster. He's a provocateur. The one and only Abdul Kim Shabazz. How are you, my friend? Well, as I said, as I learned from the movie trading place, it ain't cool being a Jaff turkey this close to Thanksgiving. <laughs> All right. When, he, when he's in the jail with the big guys. Yeah. Like Spider-Man bleed on the inside. You big, very white-looking mother. So you will not see uh, know that. We were here to talk about <laughs> Org Day. Uh, yesterday was Org Day. It's a very important day because it sort of sets the tone for uh, what is going to happen in the upcoming legislative session. It, so what was it like? What Was it at you? How many, by the way, how many people are even still covering the state house anymore? It used to be, like when I was a kid, and maybe I just, you always remember things differently when you're a kid than when you're an adult. Like, I, it seemed to be like a, like a throng of reporters were always at the state house with, with, you know, recorders and microphones in people's faces. And then I see the pictures yesterday and it seems like there's like five people there. Uh, they're, they're, they're about, I would say about, uh, about a dozen or so oh. of us, uh, there. That's uh, not many across the entire state. Um, no, but you have, but you have like Indiana Capital Chronicle, which feeds a lot of newspapers. Yeah. You have the AP. Uh, you also have the State House file. So yeah, so 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 so, 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 so for the smaller, and more medium-sized newspapers, you don't necessarily need a, you don't yeah. need the Fort Wayne Gazette. Yeah, there anymore per se. Now, when the, when the governor does say the state address and maybe something big, you'll send a reporter down. Uh, but it's about I'd say about twelve of us and some change. Okay, so anything big. Come out of Org Day yesterday as the Indiana, basically the Indiana Republicans, unveiled their agenda for the upcoming legislative session. Uh, it, it was it was the usual stuff. Obviously, the budget because yes. it's a budget year. Uh, the governor's health care uh, commission that's going to uh, get some hearings on their recommendations. Uh, also, workforce development is going to be. A, I would say the I say the big three are the budget, workforce, and health care. Those all sound incredibly boring. Was there anything? But, but, that you, I'm but you know what? I but that's what I always tell people. It's it's not the we all get worked up over you know meat, over the meat and the potatoes yeah. you know the the abortion issue the marijuana issue, but what makes government run are the broccoli and the Brussels sprouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the deal, Abdul. And by the way, speaking of bro- broccoli and Brussels sprouts, they've been buying a lot of broccoli and Brussels sprouts in this state the last uh, six years under Holcomb. However, I need people to listen to this show, and I, I just don't think the governor's health care committee, which by the way. Shouldn't the healthcare committee start with looking at people and going, you got to take responsibility for yourself? I mean, they're always talking about, we got to spend money on this and spend money on that. A lot of these things they're talking about, and with not with every person, but something like, you know, obesity. You play a big role in that. You could spend a gajillion dollars, but if somebody doesn't want to do the work, it doesn't matter. Well, it's, it's funny you bring it up because uh, when the speaker gave his uh, uh, acceptance speech yesterday, he kind of talked about that, which is, it should not be... You know, what can government do should not be the first question we ask. That should be the last question. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's a new thing with the Indiana Republicans. Is that the theme this year? <laughs> Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> that, 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 that we ask. So, so I thought that, that I thought that was interesting. But uh, no, you got health care, you got the budget. Also, you got property tax relief that's got to be uh, debated, discussed, figure out how to do that. And then you have uh, what I call sort of the the, the sidebar issues like. Uh, school board, partisan school board races. Yeah, so which, which that's not going to happen. It's not, oh, oh, so even though there is a cr- outcry from people in their own party to do this, the Republicans have already said no. We're not well, doing I, that. I don't, I don't think there's an outcry because if you look at the last election, everything worked out just fine. What What do you mean it worked out just fine? No, it didn't work out just fine. A bunch of lunatic leftists continue to get elected to school boards and Republican well, well, who communities. Elected them? 
Well, obviously that. Why Abdul? Why is it that the surveyor and the coroner have to be partisan? And there's one election in the state of Indiana that doesn't. Why is that? They well, never answer that question. Jim Merritt has been on this show and said, I made a terrible mistake when I voted to make school board races nonpartisan. Well, I would argue just the opposite, which is the, the survey and the coroner shouldn't be, shouldn't be elected at all. They should be appointed because they're basically ministerial jobs. Now, granted, you need the coroner to arrest the sheriff. The sheriff goes off the, goes off the rails. <laughs> That's right. The coroner is the only one who can arrest the sheriff. So um, did they say we're not even going to consider partisan school board elections? Todd or, Houston was in favor of it. Rod Bray wasn't. Well, so then that means we might at least get a bill on this and at least get something passed out of the House of Representatives. You might get a bill passed out of the House of Representatives. But like I said, but, but now, that, now, now that the party's over, the school board elections have sort of come and gone, the, the question is going to be, what would be the purpose of of a partisan school board election when you can talk to people and the voters can make a decision because just because your school board elects are partisan doesn't mean the Republicans are automatically going to win. No, by, by no, any stretch of the imagination. But there's zero, there's zero reason that in the entire state there's one office that is not elected with a party affiliation. Well, if you want to, if you want to say all of them are not party affiliated, okay, let's have that conversation. But that's ridiculous. There is a reason. There is a reason. That only one election in the entire state is not partisan, and that's because the teachers' union wants it that way because they know in Brownsburg or Noblesville or Avon, they'd have Zionsville, they'd have zero chance of winning these elections if Katie Dixon or Jessica Heffernan or Mike Wells or Eric Hilton had to put a D next to their name, which is what they are. They're radical Ds. Then that's then that then that word should be put out to the voters. Let the voters make a decision. Uh-huh, sure. Uh, okay, so property tax. What are we doing with that? You, anybody, we have talked about this before. This is the big issue. It is, I think, going to be a huge sticker shock to people when their property tax bills show up because of these new assessments. I think you agree with that. Uh, any any sense of urgency from our friends down the street? Um, I think there, I think there is a sense of urgency. I think the question is, is how do you do it? Because we got property tax caps, but you also got to do something about the assessment. The, the assessment portion know of your property tax bill because that's where the that's where the problem usually lies it's not the caps it's, it's the assessment so i know uh, i think i mentioned this last week uh, this the indian association of counties is going to put together a report uh mid-december uh with the, with the true impact of what what the assessments and what everything's going to be with, with property tax bills so i think i think a lot of folks are waiting for that uh to make a decision as to what we're what, what exactly they're going to do with property taxes. Uh, Abdul is with us. We're talking about Org Day, which took place yesterday at the Indiana State House, where they kind of roll out their uh, some of the bigger things they plan to t- uh, tackle in the upcoming legislative session. So you talked with uh, Jeff Thompson, who I have the uh, well, I have the pleasure of him being my uh, <laughs> my state representative. Why, why and, does that sound like a Southern saying "Bless his heart"? <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so we'll leave it at that. And uh, he, you asked him because he is now the chairman of Ways and Means. And you asked him, you were like the only person, right, who asked a question about the property taxes, which is why you're there. Yeah, I kind of asked him, like, just sort of, it, it was after they wrapped up, like, hey, Jeff, how's it going? Happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Day, blah, blah, blah. So you got your property tax plan all, all put together, uh, all worked out. And no doubt he offered a very clear, concise explanation because he's had, well, you know, uh, a year to get this figured out. Yeah, he's basically said, we're, we're going to figure it out. But oh. Just, just, but just give me give me give me some time. Like, hey, no problem, big guy. So I asked you the question on state house happenings. Uh, w- was this a thing where you believe? Well, they have no idea, and they're just hoping, like in the cartoon, the light goes off <laughs> over someone's head during Christmas, and somebody comes up with a great idea, or they have no doubt an idea that will leave us all completely underwhelmed, and we'll see that at the first of the year. It'd be more like Wiley Coyote running across the bridge, and uh-huh. he looks at the bridge there, and the, he won't fall unless you look down. <laughs> 
I mean, do they do they have any idea, or is it just well just I, make I, it up? I think they, I think they got some ideas. I think they had to flesh them a little bit more, but I think the revenue forecast will also determine how much property tax relief uh, the state can do. All right, let's talk about some important stuff here, which is uh, what are you doing? What what's happening? Oh what no, are, I'm just getting lawyer text messages on my telephone. No, no, no. What are you doing? I mean, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Are you are you running for mayor? You oh. know what I'm asking you. Oh, okay, like, what are you doing? Looking at no, my phone. what That's are you? What, what are you doing? There's uh, a Facebook page. Kloppenstein <laughs> was here on Friday. There's a Facebook page. I'm, I'm right now uh, getting ready to go through the precinct data uh, to see what the uh, – because my baseline is Ryan Mears and Cindy Carrasco. Yes. Uh, because that was sort of the baseline vote uh, in Marion County this year, 58, 42, and some change. So the trick is to go through the precincts and see where Cindy lost by five points, because I think those precincts are probably winnable, where he lost by five to ten, and eh, ten or more – not so yeah. much. And so once you figure that out, then that helps you to come up with a strategy uh, to decide whether you're going to do this. And also, if, when you do the PowerPoint presentation for your lovely wife, mm-hmm. <laughs> th- this will help too. Uh, so we were talking about this as well during Statehouse Happenings. You basically got to convince like 10,000 people. Actually, actually, it's less than 10,000 people because here's why. Uh, the in, Turnout in municipal elections is always smaller yeah, that's than, than in midterm and general elections. So I would probably say instead of 10,000 votes, you probably need to convince 5,000. And what we're saying is 5,000, whatever the number is, of people who voted for Ryan Mears, you got to say, hey, because that's not a new person in the process. You don't have to get a new vote if you can just get you know whatever amount of people to flip from Democrat to Republican – well, 10,000 vote difference, it's only actually 5,000 votes because it's one away from one side, one for another side. And, and part of that strategy, too, is convince people that it's okay to split your ticket. Yeah. Because a lot of people, if they think they vote straight ticket, they can't scratch and vote for a member of the other party. So part of that strategy in those precincts where, say, like there was a 5 to 10 point uh, difference is letting those folks know, hey, you know what? It's okay to scratch. What am I going to do if you run, though? I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm going to have to find replacements for you on Statehouse Happenings. I'm going to have to find replacements for you on here. What am I going to do? Uh, have was... you thought about me in this equation at all? Actually, yes, I have. Because <laughs> I still got to make a living. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's maybe that's why I want to get away from you. <laughs> uh, so when you file the paperwork, if you indeed do, I want to be there when you do it. Because... I believe what the government would post, but I want to see it with my two <laughs> own eyes. I want to see you slide that signed form across the desk. What is that? Is it the clerk's office? Is that where yeah, you the, file? Yeah, the Marion County Clerk's Office. Yeah, and I want to see it for myself because it's one of those things I always wanted to see, but I could never actually vi- envision it happening. I want to see it. I, I will. I will if, if we decide to do it. Uh, you'll be the second person to know. Oh, great. Thank you. Wife, wife will be the first person oh, to know. <laughs> very good. <laughs> hey, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Absolutely nothing. We're just staying home and just making dinner, watching TV, playing video games, and doing absolutely nothing. I haven't played my Star Wars Battlefield in forever, my PlayStation 4, so that's what I'm going to be doing. Well, we are very thankful for you. Find him at IndiePolitics.org, the one and only Abdul Shabazz. Thank you, my friend. And hey, thank you, my friend. 93 WIBC, it's Kendall and Casey Show.